Goss. This episode, episode 8, is hands down my favorite recording up to this point. It has the whole package with guest Justice Knows, also known as Jay Quinn. Listen to this complete episode and you will either A, laugh yourself to death, or B, be inspired. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the BU Podcast with your host, yes, Maverick Purvis. Today on the BU Podcast, she has her thing going on. Um, I want you guys to welcome Justice Nellums, also known as Jay Quinn. So she has books out um, and I'll let you tell them. You give a little run, a little spin on what books that you have out right now. Um, well, I have several books, but my books from 2021 are Something About Us, The Difference You Have Made, and the most recent one is A Golden Christmas. Um, I think out of all those, my favorite is probably Something About Us, just because I took a lot of my personality and put it into yeah. our main female character there. But A Golden Christmas is really good for people who love those cheesy Netflix, Hallmark, Christmas hey, rom-coms. Hey, it's Christmas. So that is something you definitely want to uh, check out. So where are they available at? Everything is available on Amazon. Um, A Golden Christmas is strictly available on Amazon, free with Kindle Unlimited. So check that out. The difference you have made and something about us are also available on Barnes and Noble, Apple Books, and on my publishing company's website, www.freemindspublications.com. You got that. Repeat it one more time so they can get it. www.freemindspublications.com. All right. So if you're a re- if you're a reader and especially if you're into Christmas books, hey, you have no excuse not to get it. Um, I would like to mention she's also an attorney. So that's why I said when she has her thing going on and she also has her own publishing company, which is Fremont Publications. So Mm -hmm. if any of my listeners are listening and they like to, you know, write books and they're an inspiring author, what what would they have to do to get in touch with you? So Fremont's publication is always taking on new submissions from potential authors. We are not one of those companies that are like, oh, no, submissions are closed. You can always send your manuscript to us. All we ask is that you send the first two chapters in PDF format to our email, and that's freemindspublications at gmail.com. F-R-E-E-M-I-N-D-S-P-U-P. P-U-B-L-I-C-A-T-I-O-N-S at gmail.com. At gmail.com. So I know I'll often like wonder how like it is being an author because I will feel like that would exhaust me. But I guess if you love it, it it doesn't, but it, it got it has to at some point, right? It has its ups and downs. Like I love writing. I've been writing for as long as I can remember. Um, so like creating new characters, creating new scenarios is great, but also when it's a situation like with a golden Christmas and we're on a deadline, we got to get this finished. We got to get this to editing and get it out. Like that last 24 hours was stressful, very stressful. And I want to pull my hair out. I was like, do I really want to release this book? Do I really want to write? Um, but it's a good escape and it's kind of like free therapy because you know that shit is expensive so (laughs) kudos to all the authors out there because there's no way you know my weakness is spelling and writing so uh, I actually got better at uh, writing but spelling mouth 
all that. It's just not me. So that's all we have. Other people who inspire to do those. How many books would you say you read? Read? Yeah. Like this year or in general? <laughs> just in general. Just in general. Just in general? Hell, I don't know. It's somewhere in the hundreds. Uh, definitely in a hundred. See, that's impressive because I've known I've just picked up reading. I like, you know, I've just become like a nerd, which becoming a nerd is a good thing. When you get older, you find that becoming a nerd is a really good thing. I've been and a nerd more, all my life. <laughs> I, and that's why she's making bank. <laughs> Like, as I find, like, when you get older, like, all the nerds, like, you know, in high school, like, nerds, like, once you get older, all the nerds are the ones who have money. So, if you're in high school and you're listening to this, or you're somewhere in your life and you're like, uh, I don't want to get into that, hey, pick up a book, I promise you it'll change your life. It like, for really me, will. no, like, straight up, for me, like, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, mm-hmm. like, changed my life because, you know, I'm all into, like, business and trying to come up with this new idea, especially to, like, the real estate world. Yeah. So, that that really helped me out, and I was like, who am I becoming? I'm reading books now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, a, it's a good thing, you know, and... That's why, like, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I, like, started reading because it really did help me out, you know, so. Books are always my go-to, like, with life events. You know, when I adopted a kid, it's like, oh, there's books on this, (laughs) you know. Um, Studying for the bar, becoming an attorney, like, self-help books. I love those. They're very therapeutic. Um, And even just, like, fiction in general. Like, I found some great, like, sci-fi and stuff. I mostly write romance, so I read a lot of romance books, but sometimes even I'm like, I'm over that. But there's so many great authors out there and so many great books. So I support reading, and actually Free Minds does this thing. Uh, we call it hashtag Reading Wednesday. Okay, you got that, uh, hashtag Reading Wednesday. Yeah. So every Wednesday we get on social media, we ask our followers what they're reading, what book they recommend, and, you know, just try to really encourage people to pick up a book. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, there you go. You want to go for a speed round real fast? Uh, sure. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So reading or writing? If you had to choose one, reading or writing? Writing. Okay. Your favorite word to use? Atrocious. At- atrocious. Can you define that for the crowd? Atrocious <laughs> is something that is awful, disturbing, just absolutely atrocious. I use it all the time in my conversations, in my writing. It's my word. You got some you got some dark things going on <laughs> in your life to that <laughs> for that to be your favorite word. <laughs> all right, would you travel to space? Why or why not? No. No. I don't get it. It I, is endless nothingness. I don't want to see that. But like, to like see no. the I, to see the place that you like live like on like Earth I don't want to be reminded that we're flown on this spinning rock that could crash into nothingness at any time. Like, no, don't remind me. Hey, it could happen. We could just be recording this podcast. <laughs> and and it, it just starts flying. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I just, hopefully if that ever does happen while I'm sitting here recording a podcast, <laughs> hopefully we die instantly because I would not want to suffocate. I feel like that's what would happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, like, truly, though, I feel like that would absolutely change your mind. Mm. You know, so... Your most used emoji? Um, it's the crying emoji, but not the one with the tilted head, the one with the straight head. That I think my most used emoji is like the one like when his eyes are just like shut and he's just like <laughs> grinning. Like yeah. if I say something like, yeah, you think you got me and it's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. So wh- if you weren't doing what you, what you were doing, what job would you be terrible at? Job I would be terrible at? 
being a doctor. Being a doctor? I suck at math. Yeah. I don't like people. Um, and blood makes me squeamish. She doesn't like people, but <laughs> she's an attorney. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> you deal, I do you, not like people. You deal with people all day. And that just feathers my dislike for people. Because people are awful. Like, Hey, look. So, look. <laughs> hey. People are awful, but people are good as well. But, you know, if you're working with the attorney and you're dealing, if you're an attorney and you're dealing with people every single day, you get to know, like, especially on that, like, lawsuits, you're like, what's the point of suing someone? Mm-hmm. Hey, we all need money somehow. There's <laughs> a lot of plaintiffs out there trying to get rich off of a lawsuit. Uh, yeah. It's like, what's the most ridiculous, I don't know if you can share, but what is the, like, most ridiculous, like, lawsuit that you've done with? Most ridiculous, I can share, because this case is over. I just had a trial, a jury trial in Bessemer the week before Thanksgiving. Um, if you don't know where Bessemer is, Bessemer is in Alabama. Bessemer, Alabama is like, it's close to Hoover, Alabama, and it's very weird because Hoover is like bougie Birmingham area, and Bessemer is like, you might get shot. Got at the this hood. <laughs> you got the hood. Um, but I had a trial over there right before Thanksgiving. The plaintiff was like straight up liar. Man has never worked a day in his life, and okay. he's in his 50s. Um, he like, how claimed, do you make it to 50 and not work? Well, this is what he did. So it started with him getting shot at like early twenties and it messed up his back and neck. So he started drawing disability. Then he got into a car wreck and he sued for that and he got some nice bang for his buck. Then he got into another car wreck and sued for that. Oh, it sounds like he has a hustle going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same injuries for both those car wrecks, yeah. but he still got a lot of money. And then it comes to our lawsuit, which came from a car wreck same injuries and he's claiming this is like the worst car wreck he's ever been in keep in mind he got into like two more car wrecks after this one but he just swore up and down like this one was the one to change his life he got his fiance and his mother-in-law to get on stand and testify like this was the car wreck to change his life and the jury believed this shit and gave him a 1.4 million dollar verdict which still baffles me to this day but it's okay we're appealing it he'll never see that check a day in his life so, oh, so how does that work? Like, so you don't get the money. Obviously, you don't get the money automatically, but. No. Um. So, like, when a jury returns a verdict in a civil case, like, defendant isn't about to rip out their checkbooks and write you a check. Like, no, there is a time frame afterwards where either party can appeal a verdict, which usually is going to be defendant because we don't like losing, yeah. <laughs> especially when we lose by a ridiculous amount. In this case, you know, that time is now and we're doing everything we can and it'll probably end up going to the Alabama Supreme Court because we're just like, no, this yeah. case is not worth $1.4 So y'all like the, so the company has to pay that out. Yeah. Woo. Hey, look, hey, he has a hustle going on, but no, if you are suing someone, you do not get the money automatically. I thought you would get it in like at least like a two month span. Like, no, no. So he, how long has he been waiting on his like money? Well, this lawsuit just happened the week. Well, the trial just happened the week before Thanksgiving. Um, appellate process will take at least two years. Yeah. Like that's with it going fast. Um, honestly, the courts are kind of backed up because of hashtag COVID. So it might take him up to five years. But the good thing about this for my client is, I mean, he don't have to pay no matter how this goes. He doesn't have to pay it. And that's why you should always have auto insurance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that is wow. Yeah. One point. So I bet he's thinking 
like, oh, I got 1.4 million coming at some time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be rich. So, like, you know, just probably, like, spending money recklessly. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably bragging to all his friends. And oh, yeah, they just award me 1.4 million. I'm a million. millionaire now. Yeah, like, you will hey, never see that money. Hey, oh, that's going to be a heartbreaker for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's never worked a day in his life. He's Ever. Just, he's got his own hustle going on. Mm-hmm. Get into Rhett's and Sue for the same injuries every time. Hey, it's a, it's a bunch of crazy stuff that goes on being an attorney. I can't imagine. Like, I bet that's probably not, like, the wildest thing. But not some stuff all. that you can't, like, close. But, like, <laughs> I get it 100%. So, I know. How long did it, like, take you to, like, get to where you are now? Like, attorney-wise? Um, so, like, a total of seven years of school, four years undergrad, three years in law school. Okay. And then the longest summer of my life studying for the bar exam from may to beginning of august i was miserable yeah wasn't talking to my family or anything but i passed that bar exam (laughs) yeah miserable look but look where you are at now though you know yeah so um help my audience like i think most people like you know when you're like going through something or like you're trying to work towards that goal or that or that objective and you're and you're like measurable during the, during those times you don't see a way out of it. Like, yeah. how would you like see your way out of that? Um, because you're doing fucking well off right now. Thank you, thank you. It was not easy. I think one thing that really motivated me is I'm the oldest child of a teenage mom who is so that's like something I always kept in my head is that statistics are against me. Society yeah. says I'm going to be working a dead end job, stuck yeah. in my hometown for the rest of my life. And I love to prove people wrong. Um, so that was really a driving factor to get through college and get through law school. And on top of that, like I said, I'm the oldest of so many damn siblings. Yeah. So I was just like, I got to set an example. Like, I want my siblings to see we can be more than what society expects us to be. I want y'all to see that, hey, you can have a nice house and a nice job and yeah. go buy a brand new car <laughs> from yeah. the dealership and, you know, live a good life. And that really helped um, just knowing that I wasn't really doing it for myself, but kind of doing it to make my parents proud and make my siblings have someone to look up to and even younger cousins and nieces and nephews is, you know, it wasn't about me. And I think if I would have focused on, I want this because of me, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah. But because I like had other people in my corner and other motivators, it was like, I can do this. Not for me, but for them. Yeah, I find that like when like your goal or whatever you're doing in life is like noble. Yeah. Um, it definitely like helps you out. And then I like hear so many people because I share like because on my home screen right now, like I have someone tell me that I will never amount to anything in life. Mm-hmm. And it's just about me proving someone wrong. Yeah. And I've talked to like some people and like, how can I make it make how can a person like make you like feel like that? I'm like, well, this and it's this is my world that I this is my world, my lens that I'm going through in my life right now. Yeah. So like that definitely helps me and that's what gets me going to this day. And, you know, <clears throat> and I'm at a point in my life I'm just like, Yeah, what's going what's next for me? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think that's where I find like trouble at sometimes because I'm always looking for like what's next instead of like enjoying what I have like now or working on 100% yeah. what I have like now. Yeah. So. And I mean, I feel like there's nothing wrong with having goals and wanting to push yourself to be better. Like I was like, okay, I want to be an attorney and I became yeah. an attorney and I was like, okay, I want to start my own business. And like we've started the business. Yeah. How did you get there? Like how, like, cause I don't even know how like this like came 
in the mind? Like, were you just sitting one day and it just happened or what? No. So a lot of people think that. And I guess because like, so shout out to Katie Anderson, who is the co-owner of Free Minds Publications. Um, a lot of people think me and her just like woke up one day and was like, we're going to start our own publishing company. And it's because... You know, people say move in silence. Man, we moved in silence. silence. <laughs> and so people hey, don't keep realize. keep moving in silence out there, man. This is something we had been discussing for a few years. Like, Katie is a writer as well. And that's yeah. actually how me and her met was in college at UNA um, two weeks into our very first semester freshman year. And I, one of my classmates was her roommate. And we met and we stayed up that first day until like 3 a.m. writing a story together. And it was like, wow, we have something special here. Yeah. And so every book I've put out is never like, I don't release a book without Katie's eyes on it and okay. vice versa. Like we're very dependent on each other in our writing process. Cause it works well for us. And the one thing we didn't like is getting signed with publishers that kind of try to put us in a box. Yeah. And I mean, no shade to my old publisher. I appreciate helping me get my name out there and build up an audience, but like, there were a lot of times where I felt like I wasn't writing what I wanted to write. I was writing what I was suspected to write, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so this was a same issue that Katie really had. And we kept discussing, like, we want to start this publishing company that lets writers be the writer they want to be. Like, write your story how you want. We're not going to change it. We're going to edit it. We're going to give you a nice cover. We're going to put it out for people to buy and yeah. read. But, like, we're letting you be you. And so that be became... You. <laughs> <laughs> but that became free minds publications yeah. just kind of like we're not putting restrictions we want you to be free we want you to do what you want and here yeah. we are i love that like the free mind publication like you're you're actually allowing people to like be you and like be them yeah because you know most people have these companies with these names and it's it's just a name and yeah it's just a brand name but they stand for like something completely else yeah it's like me with the, like this podcast like be you like i want to literally invite all walks of life on this podcast and you know whether we are talking about success and how to get there or we're just talking shit about what's going on in the world today yeah. um then that is that and that's i love that that free mom publication i really like that yeah you know, so. one of the things well on our website it says we help authors from all walks of life because that's yeah. what we're big on we don't care about your color yeah. your race gender sexuality none of that. we don't care yeah all we care about is the story you're writing like give us the story let us read it let us see if we like it and then nine times out of ten we are going to like it because me and her are both really avid readers yeah. and we haven't found any books we don't like so yeah we're just gonna help except you that, except i remember you told me except that oh one guy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one, one guy, guy. <laughs> like, yeah. a first of many and we have not had any other rejections since then but you know in our defense he just submitted two absolutely horrible stories so oh, okay say. okay so i've heard <laughs> i've heard one of them can you please like can you please run it back for the audience <laughs> so we have this one author who shall remain unnamed who submitted stories for us and the first one was like straight up choking sexual fetish yeah um but like not tastefully done like i feel like with fetishes there's like 50 shades of gray which is not really tasteful but like it's acceptable yeah. amongst society and then there's just like you should not release this to the public and that's what his story was and so we were nice and we're like you know thank you for the submission we don't think this really fits with free minds right now but feel free to try again later with a different story. Yeah. And he immediately responded and was like, okay, here's this story, straight up racism. Like, 
that was the story. Was it just like, oh, just about racism and like terms of someone just being like racist to like. Like main character was straight up racist and one of those like unapologetically racist. And I'm reading this and I'm like, where are you going with this? Like, yeah. is there a redemption arc here? There was not. Like this man is just like, once again, we we're like, uh, thanks for submission, but no. And then he tried again with a third story and I don't even remember what it was because at that point I was like, Katie, you deal with that. I'm done. Fact, <laughs> like, so every time someone publishes it, have to, like, you know, read, like, the whole The story. whole thing, yeah. God, my brain could not handle that. That's why for submissions, we say submit your first two chapters in PDF. Oh, okay, okay. And so, like, when someone first submits to get signed with us, because all of our authors have to sign a contract, like, we read those first two chapters, and I've read a lot, enough books to know that if the first two chapters don't grab my attention, the rest of the book won't. Yeah. And so that is a good test for us of, will readers like this? And so it's not until it comes to like publication when we have to go through editing and submit it to test readers and things like we got to read the whole book. Yeah. And when you're publishing like three books in one month, it's a lot. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So uh, I would say like, I, I guess like if you like, cause I would say like, you know, after the two like pages, maybe it could get better. But I like, but often like more than not, often more chances than not, um, someone's going to like read the first two pages and be like, okay, shut this book. Yeah, I'm not. One thing about writing is you have got to grab a reader's attention with those like first four words. Yeah. Like people have short attention spans. Yeah. And Especially so, into that, we have everything to distract us because yes. even when we get bored, like we can pick up our phone right. and entertain us. Like just so much technology and like books are competing with that, yeah. so you have to be able to grab their attention right away. Yeah. And so that's why we're like, if it don't grab attention, and if we give you a chance, like we are willing to read a whole chapter. But yeah. if I'm getting distracted, and I'm thinking, see, like, I, like my brain is like, oh, a chapter is like, you know, what, fifteen pages? But sometimes a chapter can. How long? What's the longest chapter you've read? Like in any book, longest chapter I've read has been thirty pages. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's a stress for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if it's about like self help or like something with investing or making money, I am in or marketing. Shout out to Seth Godin. Do you know who that is, Seth Godin? No. Oh, he's a marketing genius. Like you literally have to like read like his book. He so he has a couple out, and mm-hmm. like it's easy to find him. You probably just type in Seth and. He'll, like, He'll pop, pop up. up, yeah. But, like, especially, like, you know, with uh, growing your business and yes. trying to put it out there. Because I read one of your tweets, and you were, like, how, like, what was your tweet? It was talking about, like, how um, the publisher, like, how you, like, transfer it to, like, your own, like, you know, publication mm-hmm. company. Why aren't as many people, like, reading, yeah, reading your book? Like, that has been my biggest struggle. Yeah. So, like, I know that, like and like business or marketing anything that you do like you get the creating maintaining and advancing mm-hmm. process and it's like like we're in the same like area right now as far as like podcasting you're you doing your like book and, books and your publication um so like we're in that maintaining phase yeah we're like, how how the fuck how the fuck <laughs> do i hold on <laughs> like how do you how do i like advance that and yeah. like literally um so for christmas i um got out like asked my grandmother grandmother to get like me uh two books and one of them one of the books is like seth godden on marketing and how to advance it you know mm. who am i guys i'm requesting books for christmas <laughs> <laughs> hey i've been doing that for years yeah. sometimes i don't like is, just giving the barnes and noble gift card yeah. <laughs> like, this is like yeah this is my first christmas like actually like asking for a book normally it's just like you know you get up in age it's just like 
give me money. Yeah. Just give me money and let me do with it, you know. Um, But, yeah, for, like, mom, they're, like, my mom, they're um, giving, like, me – well, they're investing in, like, my business and my merch. Hey, I like that. BU merch. Hey, look, it literally gave me chills, like, dead serious. Hey, BU merch it will be available the of uh, January 22, um, 2020, 2022. 22. <laughs> see, look, I'm already fucking that up. I, I'm like, yeah, what year is it? And it's not 2021. It's 2022. I that's gonna be a tongue twister on so many people uh-huh. just like me 2022 <laughs> um one so. thing i can say is having like supportive parents is great like for those who don't know we are siblings yes we, share we, mom. Yeah, we do share a mom i am older he might be taller but don't be fooled yeah and this is like my hugest inspiration is <laughs> why i like got to where i am like Aww. and this is li- like literally like i just like i like i was coming up here to record this podcast to put you in my podcast but i'm just like like I had a thought, I was just like, I need to be around someone who's doing shit. <laughs> like that's where I'm at in my life. Like I like being around people who yeah. like have like either like their own path and gone somewhere, or they're doing so much more shit than me. Yeah. So that yeah. is yeah. But like it gave me chills when mom was like, she's gonna um, invest in my business. Like her and like, my dad. Seriously, and I like seriously, yes. I will say since Katie and I launched this publishing company, yeah. and Katie and I were talking about this this past weekend our biggest supporters have been our parents yeah. like mama has put in so much money to this yeah. publishing company and if you see her on social media she's always promoting she, it hey, she does do like, that yeah. she wears her free minds merch like she you know is really like trying to help us make it successful yeah. and i feel like that is one of the best things is to have a supportive parent yeah. who's just like i'm ride for you child like i don't know what you're doing exactly yeah. but i'm there for you yeah. you know so. and like that's what i like about mom she yeah. like she doesn't question us too much yeah like she like like I would change the parenting a little bit, a little <laughs> bit twisted, but yeah. I love the fact that she just let us choose and be what we freaking want. She's to never be. tried to make us fit into a oh, mold she wanted she's, us to fit in. No, yeah. she's never put us to a box. She's always believed, even though she might have her doubts. Yeah. You know, but like verbally, she expressed it that like we can be anything that we want to be. Yeah. In life, and like, she's always been very supportive. Oh yeah. Just like. Do you? I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, do you? Like, yeah. I'll see the end result. It's yeah. like, you see the end result. But we all knew you were a brainiac when we were younger. So, hey, critis- most people criticize before they analyze. Okay, you got that? Trademark and, that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think um, that's why um, so many people, like, fail or they don't get to where they want to get. Because oftentimes they let other people, like, criticize, yeah. like, their goals or their dreams. Yeah. And if you don't have that, like good like mental like capacity or you don't have those rituals or that like that discipline to get you to where you want to go like it's easy to let that like yeah come in thank god we weren't raised with someone like that because like there are so many times where i think back on like decisions i made and almost like right there supporting like here i am like i'm gonna move hours away from my family go to law school no job yeah but i gotta get an apartment like i don't know how i'm gonna pay for it i'm almost like okay i believe in you (laughs) it's it's literally like me like i'm moving to las vegas in january the first of january i'm moving you know and taking that risk while i can because um i'm a person (laughs) that like your area code does not define who you are. Yeah. Your area code does not define who you are at all. I agree with so, that. Like 100%. And uh, for those people who get stuck in their city, uh, those are, so that's <sighs> like the people who I want to like reach to. You know, I want to talk in front of like many, like millions of people someday. And yeah. like going to acting, like, uh, 
I'm so I'm I, so stoked about that. I so one thing I hope to eventually do is to really rehab Decatur, Alabama, because okay. there's that is our hometown, yeah, Decatur, that's Alabama. Our Two, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot of you know nice houses in there, or like even on the northwest side, there's so yeah. many nice houses. Yeah. Just neat TLC and like I feel like if we can rehab the community we can help people realize there's more to the world than Decatur Alabama yeah and even if you stay in Decatur Alabama like that doesn't mean that your life is just over or nothing and so that is like one of my passion projects I'll get to yeah maybe 10 years from now we I I noticed that we (laughs) both have like that um like that giving back like I say like um three of my Three of my affirmations every day, or my, I should say my aspirations every day, are like I say, success and wealth with gratitude, mm. and top 100 podcasts, okay. and then the next great actor out of the state of fucking Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> hey, yeah. like, I'm with you. Like, oh, we have so many great actors. Yeah. Like, we do. I never knew until, like, one day, like, uh, a couple months ago, I was, like, looking. I was like, holy shit. Well, you know, you start your acting because eventually Free Minds Publications will hey, be yeah. Free Minds Entertainment hey, look. and Productions. So, the, hey. <laughs> hey, the, the world goes in a loop. Yeah. So, um, I'm happy about that. Where can my audience find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, which once again is something that apparently only old people like me use, <laughs> but Facebook be funny. Yeah. So I'm going to stay on there. Um, I'm at jquinn94 on Facebook in, uh, no, that's a lie. I'm at jquinn94 on Twitter. Uh, I think I'm most active on Twitter, so mm-hmm. that's probably the one to go to. And that's where I really promote my books and my business and complain about life as an attorney slash writer slash mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have it. Reach out to her one more time. Repeat your Twitter form. At jquinn94. That's Quinn with one N. Yeah. And Fremont's publications, um, go check out her books. 